everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast, brought to you by the Shepherd Express. I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which when we're not in a horrible, awful global pandemic, is a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. I am so excited that our guest this week is the extremely funny Kristen Lighty. Kristen, thank you so much for being on the show again. Thanks for having me. All right. So Kristen, last week, Scott Walker's former lieutenant governor (laughs) and current gubernatorial candidate, Rebecca Clayfish, tweeted a video where she triumphantly proclaimed that she's uncovered the evidence that Democrats are teaching, bum, 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 critical race theory in Wisconsin schools. So in the video, she says the following, quote, the Wisconsin Department of Instruction is pairing up with a conference called Slate, School Teachers Advancing Technology and Education to teach your kids' teachers about critical race theory so they can teach it to your kids. Uh, Look, I don't own any pearls personally. If I did, I would totally be clutching them right now. Uh, Okay, so at this conference, there actually is a course in entitled CRT, How to Build Relationships, Empower Student Voice, and Respect Cultural Perspectives, which why would anyone want to do that, right? I mean, empowering students, respecting different cultures, not in my America. Thank you very much. But uh, so look, there you go. There you go. Detective Clayfish got us. She found us out, except for the fact in this instance, the acronym CRT does not stand for critical race theory. It stands for culturally responsive teaching, which again, why we want something like that, right? But look, I'm with Clayfish. Since when do we allow acronyms to stand for more than one thing? Do these educators not know that racist white people have dibs on the initials CRT? They got the dibs. Okay. So Kristen, what is your take on all this? Well, it tells me Rebecca Clayfish has never actually sat down and talked with a teacher because all they they speak in so many acronyms. <laughs> uh, you got SEL, PBIS, uh, IUP or IEP. It's it's a lot. It's like all acronyms. So for one, that tells me that. And number two, it's just oh God, this narrative is so tired. And I thought they were done with this, but. The Republicans are pulling back the classic hits with teachers are bad. Uh, And, you know, I love how she has somehow equated public schools to Democrats. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) When did that happen? And just like, you know, this model that the Republicans operate off of, I, you know, I shudder to call it an organizing model because all they're doing is fear mongering, right? Like, the curtain of education. We've we, we've peeked behind the curtain of education. Like, the, first off, like CRT, critical race theory, is Marxist theory that is taught at graduate level courses. So, mm-hmm. like, no one's teaching this in third grade to your kids. Like, most educators I know would just like to be able to go to the bathroom during the day. <laughs> That's the big ask there. So this model that they're, you know, riling up parents, riling up everybody to get them to come to board meetings. It's not actually about problem solving, right? It's about firing up the base and turning out the vote. And it's just so frustrating to have to be in this environment. I feel like our school boards, our administrators, uh, they're just enduring these people. And that, I mean, that's the reason why we see a national teacher shortage. We're seeing an administrator shortage. We're seeing shortages in everything because 
facts don't matter. And yeah. these people just get to come and overrun meetings. Like we have to have police presence at school board meetings. And it's, it's just very frustrating because, you know, that should be a place where everyone is centered on the children and, and, and pushing this narrative that teachers are trying to corrupt children and aren't, you know, these are people who have devoted their lives to ensuring society will progress in in a somewhat positive way for a very modest pay. And then these people coming in and it, you know, the thing that makes me the most angry is that they don't really care about this. It's another grift for them. Like one thing I've noticed, especially with this Moms for Liberty group, like it's got big multi-level marketing vibes to it, <laughs> right? Because yep. if you if you go to their website, it's about buying the hat, it's about buying the shirt, it's about buying the commemorative Christmas ornament. And hey, you should start a chapter in your own city. And hey, girl boss, that'll probably cost money. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I just feel like these people are grifters and they don't actually care about what's best for kids. Well, even more so, do you feel on the fact of like, they don't caring about facts at all? I I actually didn't point this out. Um, After it was pointed out that this actually wasn't about critical race theory, the video's still up there. She's refusing to take it down. Um, And Mm -hmm. in fact, her spokesperson, Alec Zimmerman said, quote, it wasn't until after Rebecca released her video that they changed the description to avoid scrutiny. And again, it's like, she was wrong. Like, that's the thing. Like, one, she didn't really read it to begin with, but she was, she's been proven wrong and she still doesn't care. And again, that's, that's, that's the Republican MO now is just like, deny all facts, deny, 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 don't care because it doesn't matter. It riles up their base and yep. that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And at best, maybe, you know, they'll say what they want to say, get the base riled up. And maybe somewhere down along the line, they'll issue a statement of, Oh, we were wrong. Sorry. But by that time it's already out there. And you know, most of your base already believes it. Yeah. I was actually driving up. I have a friend who lives in Bailey's Harbor. So I was driving up there and I saw this yard sign that said defund CRT. And I just wanted to <laughs> knock on that door so bad. Like I have so many questions. Number one, can you define CRT for me? And two, who, who do you think funds it? You know, <laughs> it's George Soros. It's something like that. It's just, it's gotta yeah. be Soros. So Kristen, another aspect of the podcast is a discussion about the art of comedy. What I've been asking the comics lately is as again the, the 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 this is the roller coaster our pandemic we're going it's up and down up and down um i know you've been doing some gigs right lately i know you've been it seems like you're doing pretty some pretty awesome gigs how's comedy been treating you now in the sort of you know vaccination time and all that how, how's it been how you been doing lately um good <laughs> <laughs> You know, I go back and forth. I really, I love comedy. It is my creative outlet for, you know, the the trials and tribulations I face as a union organizer. I like comedy as that creative outlet. So it kills me to not be out there all the time. And I've been kind of taking a beat and not doing as many shows as I normally would. And I'm pretty uh, vigilant about masking, you know, got the booster. And, you know, I go back and forth between like, don't cause unnecessary crowds, look at burden rates before you agree to shows in certain counties and then thinking, well, this is why I got vaccinated. So yeah. yeah. (sighs) You know, I can't give a definitive answer. I did. I booked a tour for spring, like late spring through Iowa, Nebraska and Colorado. And I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that things are better and brighter then. 
Um, Fingers but crossed. No, I do. I do particularly like to do shows like at the Laughing Tap in Milwaukee. I feel like they've got a real commitment to safety there. Yeah. And it's good to be in places like that that support artists' safety. Yeah. Well, if people want to follow you on social media and find out uh, when and when you're touring, uh, when and where you're touring, where can they do that? Yes, they can do that at Kristen Lighty on Twitter. I have my website, KristenLighty.com, and I will be at the Laughing Tap this. Oh, no. I will be at Don't Tell Comedy this Friday <laughs> in the Milwaukee area. <laughs> Don't Tell Comedy, where could, that'll be on your social media. They can find it through there. Yeah, the location is like secret until mm, yeah, secret shows. No, yeah, yeah, it's very exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> all right, uh, Kristen, thank you so much for what you're doing, and thanks for being on the show again. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 37 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.